you know, from episode one, I said, Deontay, make sure I get a shout out somewhere in there, you know, um, nope. and nothing. He missed it. No, nothing at all. Mm. Then mm-hmm. I thought, okay, you know, I don't pay attention to him for the most part until he tells me that the podcast up. And so I go look and I'm like, oh, it's called Marriage Math. He's for sure going to mention Bam. me. I listened to that thing as a selfless fiance. I was like, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to support. Support. He did not mention me once. He said, quote, I'm getting married this spring. End quote. I'm getting married. Not to anyone. And then you forgot your anniversary. And so on behalf of Nisi (laughs) and all the girls of the world, how dare you? I forgot about it. No, I will never forget. Um, I plead the fifth. Welcome to episode 11. We are finally back. And we back. Episode 11 of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. One plus one. Uh, Obviously, with everything going on right now in the world, Dane, we kind of just, it it wasn't, I don't know if it was just a mint hiatus, but I feel like it was good for us. It wasn't planned. It just sort of happened. uh, Yeah, it kind of happened due to, you know, everything going on right now in the world and even had, um, some technology issues, but what what a time we're in right now. And of course, to all our listeners, you more than likely know now that we're going through a global pandemic with COVID-19 yeah. um, with the world is like, it's, it's different. It's just new territory yeah. from sports, of course, but also in the country and the world, just how everybody and and I'll I'll be the first to say it, Dane. Just it was like nobody knew it would get to this point. I wouldn't say nobody, but it's you didn't most, you underestimated or not world, you, but the right. world kind of like ah, you know, it'll blow. Just over. people in general. Yeah, you know, we been through some not like this, but you know, when swine flu H one N one came through, but back in two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, like you know, we. We lived through that, so it was kind of like okay, that that passed, and this will too. But this one seems like it's you can see the effect that it's had on everyone, and now right. it's like this is way more serious, way more serious than I think anybody could have ever anticipated. Especially people who, I mean, young people. I mean, I I'm not trying to say I'm I'm old, or <laughs> I'm not yeah. trying to say I'm young either, but just to get to see everyone's perspective, you know, high schoolers and college students, and then seeing people that are right. our age, see our perspectives. And then of course, seeing the older people, you know, from family members or colleagues and seeing that, how their take on it is like, this lets you know that this thing is, you know, it's, it's real, but you know, it'll, right. it'll pass as long as everyone does what they're supposed to, does their part, do what they're supposed oh, to. Right. Stay at good. home, man. And we'll, we'll talk a lot about, <laughs> you know, what, what, how we are dealing with it personally. Mm-hmm. And one of the things a lot of people probably don't know is, you know, Dane and I aren't in the same city. Mm-mm. So these past 10 episodes we recorded, we've done remotely yeah. through, you know, different avenues and stuff like that so we ha- we have the luxury and, of being able to continue to before it was cool bro yeah <laughs> yeah facts 
we've uh we had the luxury to actually you know continue to record and mm-hmm. i've been one or we've been wanting to get our episode done for a while but you know with this coming about and then technology issues and things of that nature but you know we're finally able to put together this podcast and hopefully those that are listening will give you some comfort yeah give you some entertainment oh, yeah. you know while you're at home quarantining and not going out yeah. yes <laughs> you're listening emphasis to on the yes. staying home yeah stay at home stay at home but this time yeah this time of the uh, in in the world is crazy i've actually had a friend that called me yesterday dang i don't think i told you this but she works in dallas <laughs> you know in the hospitals and stuff and she actually had got uh diagnosed with the virus last sunday mm-hmm. um but she called yesterday and, you know, she recovered. She's feeling better. But it's like, man, this thing is real. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's a real thing. People, you know, have their conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy theories here and there. Yeah, yeah man, the, this thing is real. Like, it's, it's, it's hitting close to home to to a lot of families and friends and stuff. So just, just stay at home, man. Let's do what we got to do to... Um, fight fight against this thing and you know get the world back in order and freaking get our sports back man you know yeah because we've uh all there's no sports on tv and if you do see a sport on tv it's from a year ago a day or you know months ago there's nothing to show but highlights and stuff right now dane so with with what do you feel about the uh cancellation of basically every sport man so (laughs) If we could just take it back a few months, back to January. Yeah. Uh, I made plans with my brother to come down from New Mexico to spend spring break with us. Uh, Dallas ISD, right. for some odd reason, decided to make their spring break different than everyone else's in the area. Oh, so yeah. we talked about that. We too. <laughs> scheduled, you know, all these things to do during the, I forgot what week it was, just two weeks ago, I think spring break was supposed to be, or it was, it just wasn't spring break really. But anyways, we, you know, we we're going to go to the Mavs game to see, you know, Luca and Devin Booker and mm-hmm. all those guys and all these things we decided to do. And then, boom, a week before the game, um, my coworker, she's a season ticket holder. She's like, yeah, make sure you, you know, get your tickets from the box office and talk to this person because they'll, you know, hook you up. All right, cool. So Tuesday, I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday before our spring break. I was like, man, I'm so glad every all the you know all this other stuff is going down, but at least we still got sports. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And then Thursday, yep. I think it was that Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember which day in particular, but uh, yeah, I think me and you had talked about it, or I seen you retweeted it or told the uh the I think I think it was I think it was either retweet or you told the group, you know, the NBA suspending the season. I was like, no. So, like a trickle down effect. Like we don't get to see no pro days. We didn't get to see. I mean, we barely. I mean, I hate to be selfish, but thank God we got the combine. (laughs) Like we got that right. (laughs) As far as football coverage is concerned, but it's it's been this has been like for real, like hitting people hard. Mm -hmm. There's one thing you think about the people everywhere. The one thing that they can do to connect with, you know, their family, their friends, or just something to take yeah. their mind away from their everyday stress is one thing people do is they, they watch sports. And 
that was taken right. away from everyone. And of course, for, for good reason, not don't want to be selfish here. And, you know, right. But it's, whew, it's been an adjustment. I yeah, will say man, that. It's, it's just, it's unprecedented. Like, I was talking with my brothers the last two days, and we were on the phone just talking about, like, man, life without sports is a weird life. It's purgatory. It's, like, it's something you would not have, like, imagine happening in in anything. Like, maybe when you dream about it, you might uh, have a nightmare or something like that. But this is worst-case scenario mm-hmm. as far as, you know, sports lovers like us and people who depend on sports to get through, you know, things in life that might not be going their yeah. way. Not to mention those uh, people who work in the sports, sports industry to... too. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yes. For sure. And like last, well, our last episode, we were talking with Omar and I, I have to, I haven't reached out to him yet, but probably want to get back in touch with him soon to talk about, you know, the Olympics being postponed yeah. in 2021 and how that's affecting him and all his friends and athletes. But it's just, it's hard to just think about. Mm-hmm. Like, and and the, I think what's what's the worst part about it? We don't know when we'll see sports again. <laughs> like, they, like if you gave us a date, like, all right, we know for sure that everything's going to be fine, and we'll have sports on May thirty first. I think it would be fine, but we don't know when when everything's going to be fine again. Mm-hmm. And that's the the uncertainty of it. That's what made it makes it that that much more. Um, crazy to think about. So, the only sport that's really making moves at the moment, the only sport that's making moves is uh, the NFL. Yeah. NFL is an off season as it is right now. So, it's one hell of an off season. Like you too. said, we kind of got the uh, the combine in just in time, and as of now, they're having the drafts at the end of this month because this will be in April. What do you think? was a big the biggest move of the offseason. It could be a trade, a free agency signing. Uh what do you think was the biggest thing that My man, happened so far? I'm glad you said this. So without a doubt, I mean this is to me, um unfortunately there are a number of individuals who are affected by this. Uh, what's the proper way I could say this? One could say mismanagement of player personnel, but the biggest off-season move or most effective off-season move so far for me, I would say, would be the Arizona Cardinals and the Houston Texans. Right. What a crazy... I remember seeing that and it was just like, huh? Yeah. Like, not just because of... Not just because of the player movement, but just because of the incompetence that was intertwined in the decision making uh leading up to the trade, which many people are still puzzled as to what actually happened and how could you possibly commit a robbery like that with no type of mask <laughs> or trace of DNA evidence left behind. Like that's just Man, and I honestly, all rivalry aside, you know, between Dallas and Houston, I really felt for a lot of my Houston friends who are hopeless Texans fans now or still. Um, But, man, to to have your owner slash head coach – or not owner, 
<laughs> general manager slash head coach trade away probably the best wide receiver in the league uh, for peanuts and, and crumbs and, and crumbs and pocket lint. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still value with David Johnson Jr., but this come anybody who's anybody knows that his best days are behind him. Um, of course, we can only hope that he, you know, has a a bounce back year, a bounce back season. But I don't know. Yeah. That, but for me, it's definitely Kyler Murray is definitely you know grinning from ear to ear when he heard the news. Of course, um, but that just one less hole they have to worry about filling during the draft uh, for Arizona. So right. that's for me. What about you? Yeah. I'm going to go with the, the probably the biggest headline one, which is Tom Brady heading to the Bucks, mm. And not just because his name is Tom Brady. Of course, we know he's one of the, you know, probably arguably the greatest quarterback, yeah. you know, to ever play the game. But I'm thinking about the team he goes to, at least on the offensive side Weapons. of the ball. Woo. You got yeah, <laughs> Mike Evans and Godwin over yeah, there and O.J. Howard. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, they're going to put up some numbers. I the I know their D line. I'm not sure how they're looking in the back end in that defense, but they got um what's my boy name? Shaq. Uh oh, was it uh not Thompson. Um uh, what's my boy name? Ex Bronco. Shaquille ah, Barrett, yeah. Shaquille Barrett, yeah. Shaquille Barrett. Yeah, that's a call um, right on there. On that D line. Yeah. They resigned Jason Pierre Paul, didn't they? Yes, they did. Okay. So they, I mean, they got some guys getting after the quarterback, and then him leaving the AFC. Several yeah, automatic him leaving wins the AFC is definitely right. <laughs> the, specifically, the AFC East, like him leaving, is like the end of an era of him dominating that particular, you know, division and even the conference. He dominated the conference for years. Yeah, and, and, and officially no handing over. I know, Mah- <laughs> I know, no Mahomes won the the Super Bowl last yeah. year, but. Just like it's just a, a sign of the end of you know Brady dominating that side, but and I think that Brady will just I don't know I don't know how to do like as a team as far as winning the Super Bowl I'm not predicting all of that but they they're gonna put up some numbers in Tampa Bay for sure. Yeah, I think the the most exciting thing about what you said was the idea of okay now we get to see what comes what you know what came first the chicken or the egg is it you know bill belichick that was great or was it tom brady the man great or was it a combination yeah. of the two we'll finally get to see that now that you know one of the corn no, no the cornerstone of the patriots franchise is gone um and that leaves mm-hmm. a gaping hole in their off i mean you can say their offense and their defense because he was probably one of their best when you, you think about just methodically moving down the field taking chunks off the clock. He takes away right. their, one of their best players, but at the same time, who – let's just say there isn't any significant quarterbacking changes in the division. Or, you know, there, there might be two significant quarterbacking changes. Let's just say the Dolphins and the Patriots, they both draft rookies. That entire division, whoever wins that division, it's going to look really ugly. Like, it's going <laughs> it's going to be – but people thought the NFC East was ugly last year. It's really going to get ugly for the AFC East, uh, respectfully. Probably going to have to ride with the Bills. Yeah. I mean, they got 
Stefan Diggs now. That's true. I'm not sure about Josh Allen yet. <laughs> yeah, he'll <laughs> never mind, no comments. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm going to go with uh, someone from the the Belichick coaching tree. I'm going to go with Brian Flores. I think he's going to turn it around, especially after those reports today about, you know, Miami being interested in trading up uh, to get the first pick from the Mm, Bengals, which would be career suicide for anybody in that Bengals front office, anybody that agrees to that type of trade. Like, I don't. Hey, like, it's so crazy. Just like. How well they had. I mean, Marvin Lewis, when he was there, they were constantly winning or in the playoffs, but they would never go further than that. And a lot of fans wanted him out. (laughs) (laughs) Now they wanted him out, you know, but I don't know about this Zach Taylor guy. I mean, he's been there for one year, but it seems like Cincinnati is just going to be in the back end of the league for a while. But who knows? Yeah. Maybe Joe can turn him around, Dane. Maybe he could be the one. Yeah, if they decide to keep that number one pick, if they trade it away. Yeah. there's all, I mean, yeah. the Bengals are going to bangle. We, 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 we know this. This we know. So Maybe they can go get Cam. Trade Cam! Pick and go get Cam. That'd be, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I, I think it would be dope. Uh, where do you think Cam's going to land? I don't even think we got that. Ooh, I don't even think we put, put my boy question. Cam Newton on the, the IT. I mean, people I, say that he's his better days are behind him and he's washed, he's done. But I, I don't know. You seen that dude I, working out? I mean, I, man, yeah, bro, he gonna come back strong. Yeah, he's I, he gonna ball for whoever he he signs with. And I'm I'm gonna say two teams. I hope he doesn't go to this first team. I'm gonna say which is the Chargers because they're in the division with my Broncos. <laughs> mm. I think he's better than Tyrod Taylor. I like Tyrod Taylor. But he Cam, man, Cam's the MVP. Yeah, Cam took him to the Super Bowl. Uh, Cam, Cam on the Chargers with uh, weapons those, that they got over there: Keenan Allen, Mike yeah. Williams. That man. that'd be something to see. I don't want to see it, but it'd be something to see. That's just offense. Um, you needed something then, to complement that defense, not you know just throw the ball yeah. harmlessly, you know, away like that. But yeah, and they got a defense the too. Team? They signed Chris Harris. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. Um, oh man, that, that would hurt. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. This is a double-edged sword, yeah. right? Yeah. Cam and Chris. Uh, they got him. Um, the second team would be New England. Um, mm. uh, Belichick would. I could see him doing that. Just you know, have the Belichick move. They'd be like, okay, I see what you did there, mm. and use Cam. You know the way Cam could be used. Power, power like uh-huh. quarterback. Can throw the ball mm-hmm. and run, and get their defense back straight, and just power game all day. I can see the Patriots doing that too. So, yeah, I don't know when. I don't know what's taking so long for uh, physicals. Maybe I don't know. To make either I don't one know. Make moves. I, I if I had to, I don't know two teams, but the first team obviously that I was going to go with was the Patriots, only because we've seen how structured that organization is, and I think one of the things that Cam needs more than anything is consistency and the best place to get that is no further than, you know, in new England uh, where he can play behind uh, a coach, not to say, and there's nothing against Ron Rivera because love Ron Rivera, but everyone knows Ron Rivera is a defensive minded coach. Let's just, let's just keep it 99 plus one. Yeah. Belichick. He's, I mean, he's the guy, you know, there's a system there in place. And I think that would be a, a perfect place for, you know, Cam to try to make something, make the most out of whatever's left of his career. But I don't think he's done. I'd like to see him play again because yeah. he's such an, excite- an sure. excitement and a joy to watch. 
for sure. He'll bounce back for sure. Some news that came in today, Dane, and they finally officially approved it was the owners approving the playoff expansion for 2020. Um, and for those that don't know what we're talking about, trash. Uh, so now they've added one additional playoff team to each conference. And that means so seven teams from the AFC and seven teams from the NFC would now be in the playoffs starting this coming football season. So 2020 or whenever the next season starts, it'll be an expanded playoff format. And so you're asking, what does that mean for the playoffs, the buys? That means now there is only one buy per conference. So the number one seed in the AFC gets a buy, and the number one seed in the NFC gets the buy. Um, and then the seeds two through seven in each conference will all be playing wild card games. Uh-huh. So the two seed will host the seven seed, the third seed will host the sixth seed and the fourth seed will host the fifth seed in each conference. So we'll have um, on wild card weekend, there'll be three games on each day. So three games on that Saturday and three games on that Sunday. Um, and they'll go on from there. So a buy now means much more. Uh-huh. I mean, it already meant a lot because I think I had read something that said the Super Bowl and I don't have it in front of me. So, I'm sorry if I'm wrong on this, but I do remember seeing something where it said the last Super Bowl team to win it that didn't get the bye was the 20. Uh, Would have been the Giants? That's right. 2012 Ravens. Oh, okay. 2012 Close. Ravens. That last Ray Lewis, you know, hurrah when they won it. That lights out game. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl game. They were the last wildcard team to win it all. So that bye is important and now with only one buy up for grabs is more important Jeez. than ever um and i'll start first on this one day i yeah. i uh personally and this is me being selfish <laughs> uh i'm a broncos fan and we were kind of close to making a playoff so i this you know as a team that i and i, and I think this will definitely help those borderline teams and my team is kind of on that borderline. We're trending upwards, but of course, having an extra slot open for the playoffs is is a positive in that sense. But in the sense of, um, and I guess that kind of this kind of goes along with them adding that seventeenth game, which is coming next season, twenty twenty one. I'm not sure how it'll affect the players as far as health wise. I I. I just don't know. I'm I'm up in the air on that part. I'm kind of nervous how to see the fan. The fan in me is excited, but the if I take a step back and look, like okay, what's really happening here? I'm not too sure about it. So, I I just want to be sure that, and you can never be sure about injuries and stuff and nope. health of the players. I, it, that's the crazy part about it. I just I hope it works out in the end, and I hope I'm wrong about me being nervous about it it's it's just different i just i'm just nervous about health <laughs> but what do you what do you think dane uh, i honestly think it's a horrible idea but it's just it doesn't feel like it just seems rushed i mean mm-hmm. I, my feelings about the cba uh from the last what two no, maybe the last two or three podcasts is already pretty. I mean, it's documented right. my disdain for it, but 
I just I didn't think that it was well thought out. It just looks like or no, it is. It's just more another game means more money for the NFL, more money for the owners. And the way that, you know, the way the players are paid during those playoff games, not necessarily an extra game check. It's just a flat rate, you know, regardless of whatever the size of your contract is. Um, so just. It, it rationally, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, if the, the the playoff format was fine the way that it was. This way, you get another. We know that at the very end of the season, when there are teams that are you know mathematic mathematically eliminated from the from the playoff contention, those games are hard to watch. So now, with you opening up another spot for a team to make the playoffs, we might it might get a little uglier and I'm just being, I'm exaggerating here. It might get even uglier because December football is it's fun when you, when you have competitive teams, but when you have those teams that they've already, you know, there is nothing else to fight for. So you're, you're not going to see that, yeah. you know, effort 110%, not to say that's everyone. There's definitely not everyone, but we, we, we can be a hundred percent honest here. We've all seen it before how teams can get in December, but I don't know. I just, it just doesn't seem like that advantageous to the players, except for, you know, those on the like you said those on the cusp teams which my team's definitely not going to benefit from it because they i mean we're statistically an eight and eight at 500 team so we wouldn't have been if the cowboys wouldn't have benefited from this additional playoff slot at all except for, yeah think, like, who would have 13 i think would have went to the steelers in the <laughs> afc and who in the nfc would have got that uh... spot this year or this past year I know for sure. I'm not, not going to say the Rams. I feel like. Oh, no. it was the Rams. It was bro. the Rams? Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 It was the Rams. It would have been okay. the Steelers. I, I looked it up. It was the Steelers and the Rams. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel like, so. it, you know, of course, NFL is trying to drive up the ratings and yeah. money. And we know what's we know what's really behind it. But and, and then too- it's just going to be interesting to see. And I I agree with you on your, your fronts and your uh, arguments with it. It's now, I mean, the players, you know, they went back and forth with that CBA. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like barely close, you know, passing on it. So, you know, there's some players that feel a way about it as well. So I hope, I hope for the, that it works out for the best, obviously. Um, and I know most of the fans are going to love having that extra playoff game. I, I saw that, <laughs> I saw that uh, in an article today that with that extra playoff game, mm-hmm. uh, I think NBC and CBS are going to, you know, have broadcast teams for it. And uh, then one of the playoff games will be on Nickelodeon with heck? a yeah a broadcast geared toward younger audiences. <laughs> Man, I don't that's think that's a good money. idea. <laughs> that's nothing but money. That is, yeah, wow. Dude. I didn't know about that. Nothing. Yeah, that that came out like an hour ago, bro. Wow, so, that is so desperate. It, it <laughs> and I'm and what the first thing I did, bro, and I tweeted, I was like, okay, it's gonna be all good till it's a hit like this, mm-hmm. and it was the hit of uh Sheldon Brown on Reggie Bush. Yeah, when he took the air out of his lungs and he was crawling on the yeah. grass, he got up, tried to jog it off, and went right back to his knees. Yeah, I I just don't know how. <laughs> Like we watch football, we play football. What about the kids? 
I don't I don't know how you can and I'm just thinking about the worst possibilities like a concussion happening on screen or a brawl. Uh a brawl. <laughs> yeah, like you No, know no. I'm actually excited about this now. <laughs> <laughs> Like Get these young kids on that Nickelodeon broadcast, with, <laughs> a Nickelodeon broadcast with when that happens, what do you do? What what do you, you say? Cut the commercial, <laughs> <laughs> or you change That's cameras? True. That's true. yeah. Whatever saw, whatever I, game is going to be selected for the Nickelodeon broadcast, they're going to have to have one, if not many, uh, different distractions or entertainers on the side in case you know. Yeah, it, it hits the fan because if yeah. you have another incident where there's a giant brawl or, like you said, uh, a very violent hit resulting in a you know, a fifteen twenty minute injury delay. You know how that goes. You know when the player gets mm-hmm. not paralyzed, but they get a significant neck injury and have to bring out the cart, and you know the benches yeah. are cleared and everyone's circling around, you know, sitting down. There's going to have to be somebody or some some sort of entity or group. Like the Jabberwockies or something to perform in the end zone, <laughs> so they, they can put the cameras oh, on them. Funny. So it, yeah, it's funny because I was I was on Twitter earlier and people were making funny little memes or whatever and jokes, and one of the funny ones was like, uh, uh, "The halftime show is gonna be lit," and it was the episode of SpongeBob when they performed <laughs> at the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then the other one was uh, it was talking about Bill O'Brien. It said, "Man." It's gonna be so funny when they slime Bill O'Brien after he loses another Saturday playoff game. <laughs> you know how to be remember the slime that he did on Grayson. Lose the way that he lost because they should have won that game. Oh my goodness! Hey, they what twenty twenty four employed? I don't know. How is he still employed? I, I, I feel no if you're if you're listening to this and you're a Houston Texans fan, I'm sorry. Please write I'm us some fan mail. <laughs> Yeah. I hope we do it okay. <laughs> maybe look, maybe this this sports uh shutdown is for the best for you. <laughs> yeah. You can be Man. many things in life, but at least you're not a Houston Texans fan. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is a bad year for Houston sports in general. Yeah. And the, yeah, with the Astros Ash Man. Houston Ooh. what the Rockets. They traded. They they didn't have any big men, so nope. shoot. Mm, 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 yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, Nickelodeon showing playoff games it's gonna be Jeez, interesting. Such a huge money grab. You see, desperation. Back, I guess. Uh, who was the? Uh, damn, I'm trying to think of some Nickelodeon hosts from those game shows back in the day, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> These things happen. These yeah. things happen. Oh um, man. I didn't know but, that. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's it, they just talked about it today. I was like, wow. And that goes back to what you're saying about NFL cashing that check. Yeah, <laughs> they they know that they know that people will tune in for that. You know, all these kids walking around, running around here with you know their football jerseys and you know buying you know whatever gloves because they want to be like who or the the main the main one the most popular one. These kids dying their blonde dying their hair blonde. Uh, you know, look like OBJ. Like they, the NFL knows they're doing. It's the same, mm-hmm. same reason why that. Yeah, I'm gonna just leave it at that. The NFL knows exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing, and they should be. They should be ashamed. 
<laughs> they should be ashamed. <laughs> they should be ashamed. Yeah. So uh, we're in the month of April now, Dane, and uh, the end of this month, three weeks or so from now, we'll have the NFL draft. Man, it's best time of the year. <laughs> Man, I love the draft. I love the draft. You, I've said on this podcast on numerous occasions that you're you're the draft guru here. You, you uh, research, do a lot of research. All of that. Yeah, I I said it. I I, I believe oh, it's true. Gosh, Tiante, <laughs> jeez, man. We our favorite teams are the Denver Broncos and Dallas Cowboys. So we're going to talk about kind of who we feel like our team should should draft. And uh, Dane will talk a little bit about some sleepers and some guys to watch out for that could make a big impact in the league. Dane, so go ahead. For sure, for sure, for sure. So you guys um, have the luxury of having some pretty fun and fantastic needs um, as far as, you know, making sure that your roster is uh, up to, you know, an A standard or willing to run for a playoff spot. You know, you have, in my opinion, and I could be 100% wrong about your team, but in my expert opinion, your team needs would probably be Number one, wide receiver. Number two, cornerback. Number three, offensive tackle. Number four, I'm going to go offensive guard or center. or Mainly offensive guard. I'll, I'll keep it at that. Um, so those are two of the four are flashy when you're considering the your, your average viewer. Two of the four are flashy, flashy picks. Wide receivers and cornerback. Mm-hmm. People love the big play from the wide receiver. The big, you know, touchdown catch or the big interception return from the cornerback. So for you guys, and it's you guys have what's that? Pick number fifteen? You're in yep. pristine position to select a cornerstone piece, uh to, to be opposite of Cortland Sutton, uh, and to to catch well, I'm let me get, not get ahead of myself. Drew, you, you're assuming the assumption right now is that Drew Locke is the guy. Right, right. Okay. So I think for you guys, if he's there at 15, the best thing that you guys could do or should do, if I was y'all, if I was DM, um, I'm going with Jerry Judy or Justin Jefferson. Now, anybody who's anybody knows who Jerry Judy is. He's one of the most electrifying players. I hope he is still there. I'm scared he won't be there, but I'm hoping he's there. Yeah. We pick. Of course. But there's so but many good receivers there. Like You'll uh, be fine. Oh, yeah. You'll be fine. He's not there. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. If he if Jerry Judy's not there, you can go for Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's not there. More than likely, maybe CeeDee Lamb will be there. If CeeDee Lamb's not there, then you get Henry Ruggs. And if he's not there, then you can always go for your boy Denzel Mims. Or if Denzel Mims isn't there, you can always go for a local guy, uh, you know, Jalen Rager. But, I mean, you have endless options for a wide receiver if that's what you choose to do in the first round for the Broncos. For your second round pick, was that pick number forty six? Yep. So that's a borderline. I mean, you can go. I recommend going quarterback or quarterback, cornerback, if that's the best player available, or one of the OTs if they're there. Um. Yeah, maybe AJ Terrell. 
AJ Terrell, or, or if we did go lineman, from, I know I was interested in getting Isaiah Wilson, who's a big O uh, mm, tackle from Georgia. OT from Georgia? Yeah, I'm just mm. tired of Garrett Bowles, and I know a lot of people might not know who Bowles <laughs> is, but he's our tackle we drafted a few years ago, and he averages probably three holding calls per game and two false starts. Yeah. And I'm I tired. wipe out so. of the, end, the wind out of you. Yeah, man. Yeah. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Man, that's rough. You could also – I don't know if you heard about Josh Jones from um, from uh, from Houston. He's been, you know, rising up draft boards. He's an OT as well. Then there's mm, – he might be gone by the second round, but Ezra – or maybe the beginning of the second round. Ezra Cleveland from Boise State. He's another offensive tackle that's pretty decent. Um yeah. I mean, we could use a third round. It could get messy, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and we won't go deep into the rounds, but I, I, I'd be happy for sure. If we got one receiver, we could use another one as well to go along with a uh, sudden lock. And we uh, got the Philip Lindsay and we signed Melvin Gordon. We just need some wideouts. Yeah. To, to compliment. Um, and then on the defense or in the O-lineman, and the, on the defensive side of the ball, I'd be happy with another D lineman. We signed, we traded for Jarrell Casey, but we lost mm-hmm. uh, Derek Wolf to the Ravens, and we also signed yeah. Shelby Harris. So we just need a little bit more Derek, anyways. Right, we just need a little bit more depth there. But I'd be happy for sure with the receiver, tackle, D lineman, or corner. Now he's a corner, to replace or a corner, yeah. Too. And we lost because so. we lost Chris Harris. We signed. They were thinking I was hearing we might sign a uh, sign a um, corner in free agency, which we still might. But who knows? The, who was the, uh, what's old buddy that was let go from the Bengals? Today? I was just about uh, to say that Dre Dre Kilpatrick. Uh, he just Trump, got released. Yeah. So yeah, that might be a nice fit. Yeah, I mean, because we got he's... <laughs> we got boy AJ Boye now. Bryce mm-hmm. Callahan, if he comes back, um, I just need one more young guy to throw yeah. in there with those those vets. Simmons in the back end because we we're using uh Kareem Jackson at safety. I'm sure. So hopefully we'll hold yeah, it down. There. Yeah. What about your What about your Cowboys though? The Swag Boys. Wow, <laughs> we need a little bit of everything, um, but we're not going to panic. And what I mean by panic is we're not going to go draft. Uh, offensive center with our first pick since our all pro center, uh, Travis Frederick, he did retire, uh, recently a few days ago. Uh, so shout out to him. He can, you know, spend more time with his family and of course, you know, make the most out of, uh, his health. Uh, he knew that he had a, a step back this past season. So he did the wise thing with a lot of, you know, players don't do. They try to hang on. It's like the, some of the guys you know that, have that, you know, three or four pieces of hair on the top of their head. It's like, hey, bro, just go ahead and cut it off, man. It's it's time. Just let it go. So he's one of those people like, you know what? It's my time. He, you know, junked the deuces and he retired from the Cowboys. So we now have a, uh, not avoided center, but we, we do have some, uh, a guy who started all of the year that he was out um, when he was fighting the disease back in 2018. So I think we're going to stick, you know, stay, stick with the, the original plan, in which I believe should go after whoever the best player available is on board at cornerback or or maybe uh defensive end. So my first pick 
Number 17 for the Cowboys would be uh, Clavon Chason from LSU. Ooh. Um, I, I, I love his game. Um, you just put him out there and he's going to go get the quarterback or he's going to be disruptive enough to force an, an early pass. And he's, I also like him as a, as a run defender. He's pretty good in the run as well. Um, doesn't get, you know, driven back too bad uh, for a guy his size. But the one thing that jumps off the film for me, for him is just his, his twitchiness, his athleticism for an edge rusher. So that's my pick. Uh, first round. I'm uh, staying away from the safeties for the first round pick unless you trade back. I'm, I love I love Xavier McKinney and Grant Delpit to death, but I don't think they're worth the 17th overall pick, um, in my opinion. Uh, second round, uh, again, I'm sticking with best player available, but if it were up to me, probably be... Uh, hmm, I might go safetier maybe defensive tackle Mm -hmm. and my safety of choice. If he's there, I doubt he's going to be there. But the one thing that he, one thing they might keep him there is because he's short. Um, Speaking of no one other than Antoine Winfield jr. um, I love him to death from Minnesota uh, safety. He's got some amazing ball skills. Uh, Pause. And he's, (laughs) he performed really well at the combine. So, I don't know what else there is to say. My my thing is, if you can play, you can play. It don't matter how tall or how short you are. That goes for the NBA and you know the NFL. And of course, I don't want you know six foot two starting center or anything like that. But basketball, of course. But I I don't care how tall he is, how how tall the safety is. If you can play, you can play. If you can if you can you know play closer to the line of scrimmage and you can secure, secure tackles, or if you're you know capable of doing the same things that your six two, six three guys can do. I don't care how tall you are. So that's my second round pick. Um we need that. He's a turnover machine. He, he's always around the ball. And that's something that our entire defense lacked all last year. Nobody in particular were were ball hogs. And, and, and y'all got a ball hog now. Y'all signed uh ha ha Clint Dix at safety. Yep. So exactly. So he he's with him being on a one year deal, I assume that he's a bridge player. So with him being a bridge player, I'd rather draft a guy a year before we need him um, to learn behind two veterans, behind Xavier Woods and uh, behind Ha Clint Dix. Um, I'd say whatever they decide to do, whatever happens during this, you know, this football season, they need to keep whoever performed the best and let the other guy go. So um, those are my two picks for those guys. Um, but, you know, sleeper picks. Sleeper picks. We said this class is very deep with wide receivers. So my sleeper picks, um, of course, one of my sleeper picks is Joe Reed from Virginia. Mm. He's a lot of people might not know who he is, but I mean, a lot of people might not know him, who he is outside of his return abilities. He led the nation, excuse me. He led the nation in kick return yards, but he's so much more than that. You know, he, you know, lit the combine on fire as well too. came in and, like six foot, 224 pounds, but he played primarily in the slot in Virginia. So he got, you know, 10 total touchdowns, I think 1,500 total yards, um, you know, kick returns, rushing and receiving. So he's capable of being a slot guy. We're going to miss that uh, that production. We got Randall Cobbs since he left to Houston. So I think that's my sleeper pick 
and he'd probably be available, more than likely be available in the fifth round somewhere, but that's my sleeper pick for the Cowboys. Cowboys. Broncos, my sleeper pick for you guys. Uh, who's my sleeper pick for the Broncos? Ah, I know who my sleeper pick for the Broncos is. Inform my me. Sleeper pick for the Broncos. Oh, you said warn you? No, I said inform me. <laughs> my bad. I need, no, no. I'm I was gonna, just saying. I was like, I need it. Who is it? Uh, Troy Pride Jr. from Notre Dame. Um, cornerback. He's, but he was at the uh, Senior Bowl, and we got to see him perform against you know other wide receivers in the one-on-one drills. And he stood out to me as you know one of the lesser-known guys. He's you know. He, the Notre Dame puts out the most historically Notre Dame puts out the most NFL draft picks uh, versus any other college team. So he doesn't stand out in that sense because it's not, it's not necessarily known for a school that puts out great cornerbacks, but they put out a lot of great athletes and he's, I think he's going to perform pretty well and he'll slide down draft boards because of course he's, he's five eleven, He's a shorter guy, but I think he, he, he'll be a, a great pick for, the Broncos maybe yeah. on day two or three. So that's my sleeper pick for you guys. Perfect. Perfect. And uh, not to cut you off, I'm looking at Adam Schefter. He said the NFL Shep- oh, NFL schedule expected to be released by May 9th. I don't know. Hey, what? Huh? <laughs> they don't care nothing about no COVID-19. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> NFL said back to business. Back to business. Uh <laughs> But uh, oh, wow. dang with the breakdown of the, the draft picks there. And um, the draft will be on April 23rd. Is that right? Something I like that. So. I think it's April 23rd. But, I'll be watching um, wherever I am. Every single pick. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and so while we've been at home, everybody's been at home. There's not been much sports on television. And so there was a big thing on Twitter about uh, – tweeting and telling ESPN to move up that MJ documentary and uh they came out this morning and said, Hey, we heard you guys. How humble of you. We're going to uh <laughs> move up that documentary. What'd you say? I said how humble of you to you know not even <laughs> say the real reason why it got moved up. I'll go ahead and say it. Say it. Brian James is the reason why it's moved up. I mean, everybody <laughs> yeah, knows facts. he he runs if you you want to think of most influential people of all time I'm going to put LeBron James up there in the top 10. Uh, I'm not arguing that. Like that there. It's very obvious. Uh, he, he runs things that he is their He is their money, man. You mentioned you drop LeBron's name. You can drop a 10 year old highlight and it's going to get so much fan interaction. It's going to get so much fan praise. It's going to the nostalgia buzz is going to happen. So, that said, he is their moneymaker, and they listened to their moneymaker, and their moneymaker said, look, we need to move this thing up. People <laughs> need it. They don't have you know, they, they don't have the, the necessary nutrients to make it the day-to-day, so the best thing y'all can do is, you know, move up this documentary of one of the goats of all time. So I, I said it. Deontay, LeBron sent that call in, Dane said. Yeah, he, he sent the call in. I, I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that. Star power, that's, that's the way that he uses his uh, – his uh was his his area of influence, I suppose. But my bad. Right. Proceed, Beyonce. Proceed. No, that's hey. Tangent over. 
I, I don't I'm not arguing with you on that one. I ain't arguing with you on that one. But uh for those that don't know the Michael Jordan documentary is called The Last Dance and it is going to cover so basically the Bulls that year of the their final season when they won the title 97 98 they allowed a film crew to film everything during that season mm. so they uh got some probably they're saying that's a lot of unseen stuff and a lot of stuff people don't know about so it's going to be interesting to see and they got a bunch of people to interview for this thing it is a 10 part documentary there's a lot I'm looking forward ten, to it. I saved the calendar on my phone. Yeah. 10 part documentary. And so they're going to do it. They're going to uh, air two episodes at a time, which is cool. I was thinking they were going to do one at a time. I was like, man, that's going to take forever, but they're, they're doing two at a time. Um, so that'll be something very interesting and great. And it's probably going to break all 30 for 30 records. <laughs> mm-hmm. People are, everybody's going to be at home watching it and, but that's something to look forward to on April 19th, which is a Sunday. So um, if you haven't seen the trailer, head over to YouTube and watch it. Yeah. There's going to be a ton of commentary from a lot of familiar faces. Yeah. You got, you know, politicians, you got entertainers, celebrities, yeah. coaches, celebrities. Like there's no shortage of perspective in this, this documentary. Um, yeah. Like, we one thing we have to do if we haven't been doing it is appreciate the greatness and the stars and the people that we have while they're here. Um, I forgot who it was that said it, but give people their roses while they, while they're alive type of deal. Yeah. And that's Michael Jordan is that's, that's our guy, our generation. That's, that's our, everyone wanted to be like Mike. So this is going to, I think this is going to be amazing. This is just based off the strength of, the trailer alone. Right. Like, and that's not including his star power. That's not including the mentality that the Jordan had, the, the bigger than life, you know, mantra, the, like, this is, I think it's going to be pretty amazing. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Me too. I actually have a, a friend of mine. He works at ESPN as like a production assistant. So he, he helps, nice. uh, document or not document. <laughs> He helps with, you know, putting together these 30 for 30s and stuff. So he's actually from Copper's Cove, Dane. I don't know if you know him, though. I think you told me about this dude before. Yeah. I to, did I follow him on I'll Twitter? Tell, I, I can't you. remember. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah, for, cool. sure, for sure. He's for sure, for sure. putting all his business out there, but he's cool people. Shout out, shout out to him and everybody in the background that, you know, does all the, yeah, the heavy man. lifting for that's a do what it does because that's, that's a lot. And I'm sure they don't get the the recognition they deserve, but shout yeah. out to shout out to them. The heavy lifters. Yeah, that's this documentary is gonna be crazy. All the social media. I want to. I can't wait to see the, the the wild, not the wild side of Michael Jordan, but just yeah. the the a hole that everyone you know <laughs> knows him to be. Like, I I want to see that. Like, what did that like? The trash talk, the yeah. like everything, like the competitiveness. Like, I, I can't wait. Right. It's gonna be interesting to see. So tune in to that for sure. Um, Sunday, April nineteenth. April nineteenth on ESPN. Um, Eastern Time. Right. <laughs> Episode one premiere. Last dance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with the uh, global pandemic going on right now, uh, everything shut down, including movie theaters, and that's affected 
Man. a lot of studios and basically mm-hmm. shutting down movie productions, movie releases. And since our last TV show, uh, yeah, since our last podcast, a lot of movie, more movies have been postponed, delayed, stuff like that. So, <laughs> or straight to streaming platforms, right? Or straight to streaming, straight to streaming. So, Wonder Woman eighty four was supposed to come out in June, and they got pushed back to August. Uh, Black Widow was mm-hmm. supposed to come out May first, and it got delayed, but they haven't said when they were going to delay it to or they haven't given a date to that and there have been a lot of rumors going on Dane I don't know if you heard about it about Disney talking about putting it straight on their Disney Plus service or some type of way to make it video on demand and I've, I've read a lot of release it whenever right, it blows over right and, I, and I've read a lot of tweets about it people saying no it's supposed to be made for the theater blah 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 but at this point in the world People are gonna watch it, right? People and we don't know it. It when don't theaters will be open. It could be a year, two. Mm-hmm. I don't say two years, but it could be a long time from now. But to have it, and I agree with you. That's exactly the point I was gonna go into. I was gonna say have it. You can bring it out on a streaming platform, yep. and then when the theaters come out, you can still re-release it that way with ex- a lot of with additional features. Right. Based on they can right. just consider this. You know, the two weeks before a movie was released, the theater, uh, not theaters, uh, production companies, they'll do pilot audiences to see how the audiences receive the, the overall movie. And that lets them know uh, on, on the production side whether or not they need to take scenes out, change things, because Marvel's done this before, uh, specifically with, uh, with Endgame. There was a, a scene, I can't remember what scene they were talking about. Like the I test seen, audience a video about it. Yeah, one of the test audience. It didn't the, the, the fan. That's what it was. Uh, Tony Stark. When spoiler alert, Tony Stark when he snapped. <laughs> yeah, if you uh, have snapped, not seen Avengers Endgame that came out last year, do not listen yeah. to this next part. Yeah, ahead, do man. not listen to this next part. So when Tony Stark, you know, got the the Infinity Gauntlet and he snapped his finger to to kill every all the the goons that came to destroy the the planet, he went back into the was it the soul stone and he met up with his daughter and when he met up with his right. daughter you know they exchanged words and you know basically said you know i love you 3000 that whole clip was scrapped cut from the entire film because it wasn't received well with the audience for a good reason we didn't have any type of connection with the character uh, we only knew this little girl for maybe 30 minutes from the movie <laughs> there was no type of emotional tie between and I'm, I'm this is not, nothing I made of myself in regard to saying exactly what I seen from the video about you know the test audiences and why they do it they cut this particular five minute piece from the movie because it served no it, it was an empty calorie of sorts so I think this them releasing movies to straight to streaming platforms could serve as their testing audience they right. can test the waters with people like okay this might have worked this didn't work we should definitely add this in or take this out boom three months from now we're gonna re-release these in the theaters which they do all the time they do it overseas all the time take advantage of the numbers that are of the the, the population overseas they do it all the time so i don't see any reason why they couldn't do it yeah um with, you know with movies right like, a lot of people were just saying you know, they, I mean, they're obviously mo- losing money right now, Disney in general, just because the parks aren't open, parks. everything's closed. <laughs> um, the 
this I mean they're getting money from the streams right now, but they're losing a lot of money. Like they were talking mm-hmm. about how they probably had to get a loan or something like that, a big business loan because yeah. they're just losing so much money due to the uh, the virus going around. But I'm like, people are at home. Yep. Like you, they have to be at home. Yeah, or, yeah, they're they're supposed to be at home. You you <laughs> supposed to be at your house right now on a streaming platform. It's gonna do numbers. I mean, not yeah. crazy movie theater numbers, probably not, but but it's, it'll it's make up some of that money you're losing home. for sure. I'm like man, subscriptions and all yeah. that stuff, merchandise. Even if, yeah, even if you put it out as like like you have to buy the movie, I think that's still fine. But I mean, these people are gonna buy it. Like diehard nerd fans like us are gonna buy the movie and we're gonna watch it. So put it this way: you put it on the streaming platform. I am going to find a way to watch it. Yeah. Now yeah. you can try to monetize it or not. I'm going to find a way to watch it. And guess what? I like it. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Just like I've done with every other Marvel movie, like or every other action movie I've seen. I like it. I'm going to buy it. Right. That Blu-ray, 4K, and that digital. DVD or that digital uh, video code. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take all of that. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, what that Sonic movie came out yesterday too. I was gonna get that, even though um, it's just something to do. Exactly, you're just at home. So yeah, like, why not? It's got the goat Jim Carrey in there. So I gotta <laughs> catch that. Yeah, why not? Why not? So we'll see how that shakes out. We'll see how that shakes yeah. out. Looking forward to it though.
Last episode, Dane, we had our very first guest, our boy Omar, came and talked to us about stuff going on in his life, his Word. you know career and stuff like that. And when that episode right. went out, we had a bunch, numerous requests for Damn. people to come and join us Is that on right? our next episode. What? Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. So I, I I got another guest for us, and it okay. happens to be my lovely, General. beautiful, awesome fiance, Karina. Karina, say hi to everyone. What's up? Welcome. So, <laughs> welcome to a beautiful podcast we have here. We It's okay. Karina's Karina's title for our podcast, she is our what? What did I what job do you have here? You took away my title. No, I didn't. I gave it back. <laughs> you were I'm the podcast sponsor, first of all. All of this equipment, I'd like to say, has been provided by me. You're Pretty welcome, much. everyone. Pretty much. Bam. Um, I was the then microphone. the digital coordinator, but yeah. I got that revoked because I kept falling asleep trying to make y'all a website. Yeah, she hasn't finished the website yet, so but <laughs> she she's These gonna finish happen. it soon. She is gonna finish it soon. Uh but how how are you dealing with the virus going around and how does it feel working from home? And being around me twenty four seven. Um, I'd have to say that it's been um nice, but also disastrous. Deontay almost just walked into my video conference call shirtless. Um, Whoops. at one point he was screaming at his game while I'm on a call with bank presidents. Um, mm. so mm-hmm. you could say it's going okay. <laughs> Sounds like a normal Sorry. day, <laughs> right? It's I mean, I'm shirtless in my own house, but I don't. know. I mean, sorry yeah. that I don't, I it could have been really bad. It could have went really, yeah, really she, bad. So she good thing you didn't. I, I just put my hand up, like stop at him a second ago because he was about to go <laughs> dig in the fridge behind me. Sorry, oh, that's exactly goodness. what. Respect my work, okay? I'm, I'm respecting it. Um, y- y'all heard about so that one Zoom conference? Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, the one where she was on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't she think took that the was real. The Super Bowl. I have the worst. No, nah, that's definitely real. Secondhand embarrassment, and I could not even get through ten seconds of that video because I knew what was about to happen, <laughs> and I was cringing so hard. I could. Oh my god. Oh, I think the reactions were probably the best part of it. Like one of the dudes, like I didn't see anything. Yeah, and I was like, I hey. that's how. I that's how I would have reacted. The business world. Nope. I didn't realize like now people see like what a video conference call is, but like I probably am on three to four conference calls a day on a normal day, Mm. but now people Mm want to use video. Usually you never use video. So I have to be like conscious of that. But I'm, I was on a call yesterday morning and our cat like climbed on my head and was just like walking (laughs) around showing off of the camera. And like, I didn't even think about it. And then I looked and everyone was giggling and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. But you you just don't think about those things. And so poor girl. Nope. Poor gal. So how yeah. uh, how do you feel Modified. about uh, the postponement of our wedding due to everything going on? I feel fine about it. I I feel like everyone is freaking out more than we are. Yeah. I've gotten so many dramatic text messages of like, oh, my God, are you OK? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, we're fine. Honestly, we could use the time, <laughs> yeah. you know, spend more money. Spend. We're supposed to save. Mm. Save, save more money and save. then spend more money. You mean save. There you go. Yep. My alcohol budget just doubled. That, that's for sure. Bam! I'm down with that. Let's go. <laughs> Throw some whiskey uh, in there for your boy. <laughs> so, Dane, we have a segment where we always talk about 
entertainment stuff and different shows and stuff that we're watching. Um, right. And Karina and I, and I think you and Nisi also have watched uh, yeah. a few shows, right? We've dibbled and dabbled in it as well. Yes, yes, right. right. So the probably the most uh, polarizing and crazy documentary that everybody's talking right now, talking about right now, is uh, Tiger King on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Which I don't want to. We, we won't spoil the show. So, but we'll we'll kind of talk about what makes it so um, wild, interesting, interesting, <laughs> and wild. Uh, Karina and yeah. I couldn't like after we watched the first episode, we were hooked, uh, and telling all of our friends, close friends to immediately start watching it. We watched the whole, we watched it the day it came yeah. out. And Deontay was, I was like, you just have to watch a preview. You'll be hooked. Like that, mm. that was enough for me. And he was like, I don't want to watch it. And then four seconds in, we were like, we cannot stop. We watched almost all of them back to back. Yeah. Wow. See, see, I would have never assumed that Deontay was not ever what uninterested in it because the way he pitched it to me, he was like, bro, you got to you got to watch the Tiger King. I was like, oh, all yeah, right. Yeah, because he like, wasn't going to admit like, that I, I was right. He he, he <laughs> oh. put up a fight, but I was like, no, I know what's mm. good for us, and it's Tiger King. I was mm. wrong about. The so Tiger have you King have you acknowledged your faults? Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay but see, bam. Can you okay, say that good. clearly? You got this marriage thing down pat. <laughs> I acknowledge that Twice. I was wrong. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, the. <laughs> The premise of the documentary um, it follows, well, it's so much more than what you think it's yeah. going to be about. It's when it's when you lot. think it's about this, it's another plot twist and then another plot twist. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's essentially about a tiger loving, animal loving guy. But does he love them? But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. at the end, you may question that, but sure. It's a it's from everything from polygamy polygamy to murder. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's murder. It's something Money that laundering. you would write about in a script, but it's apparently yeah. real life and and something that happened. So, um, Karina, if you could describe Tiger King in one word, what would you describe it as? Shocking. That's a good word. I just I. Mm. I didn't word. know what I was getting myself into, you know, as like because we watched it, I think, before <laughs> it really blew up and people were posting about it. So all I heard was like, this is so good. You should watch it. And it used to be a podcast, actually. Fun fact, um, which I started listening to. Oh. And I was like, no way. This is crazy. I didn't finish it. Um, but we watched the first episode and I was like, OK, that was uh-huh. cool. And then from two on, I swear, I just kept thinking like this can't get crazier. And every single time yeah. it got crazier. Same here. I was like, my first thought, I was like, first episode, I was like, there's no way, there's no way possible that that's going to be topped in the next episode. I just love- And then after that, I was like, okay, like, no way, no way. I love weird people, and it's just the weirdest people on <laughs> earth. And I had to keep thinking, like, I always think, like, oh, okay, we're so funny, we're so strange, we're a weird couple. And then I'm like, no, we're not. We are so normal. I can't believe people like this exist. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, that's uh, crazy. that's one way to say it. <laughs> yes, but please watch Tiger King, and I think do we'll yourself probably, a favor. We won't spoil it now because a lot of people haven't watched it yet. But maybe next episode we'll we'll <laughs> get break it down a little more. Um, can I say one thing? Yeah, go ahead. 
Carol Baskin for sure killed her husband. That's all I have to say. Oh my god, spoiler. It's yes. not a spoiler. spoiler. It is a spoiler. Oh. Oh, man. Spoiler mm. alert. No. That's not a spoiler. It's but the yeah, truth. I agree with you. Yeah. Dang, what do you think? Amongst other things, uh, all I have to say is, wow, everything you could possibly... If you're in the state of Texas, you probably heard about this dude, so it shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't be too like, oh, wow, but yeah, just watch it. Give yourself the opportunity to watch it, and the best thing you can do is watch it with somebody, because then you guys can talk about it and, like, look at each other as your, your jaws drop, and it's like, whoa, like, oh, my God. So, yeah, it's cool. I think my mouth was hanging open Mm -hmm. the entire show. (laughs) Like I couldn't, I couldn't ever come to terms with what I was watching. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just, there's so much irony in it that it's just like, this can't like, yeah, I'm not, I can't say anything that they won't spoil it because of, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. So watch Tiger King. It's on Netflix now. It's eight episodes, seven or eight episodes long. Uh, 45 minutes each, but it's worth it. You'll probably binge watch it um, after one night in one night. That's what we did. I have seen a lot of people on like Facebook and stuff will be like, well, do will I feel uncomfortable because of like animal abuse, which there is another show on Netflix that I refuse to watch just merely because of the title. But I'm a big animal lover and most of my friends are too. And I didn't think like, yes, it's abusive, but like not, they don't show the worst of it which so it was okay for me but you're just so shocked by the other things that make it not okay but not as like offensive to watch yeah because they focus on you'll you'll know if it's stuff. too much you'll be you'll be yeah yeah you'll you'll know if it's too much right you'll right. definitely know watch tiger king on netflix you'll get hooked another show you'll get hooked on season three just dropped ozark jason bateman Oh my god. Another Man. crazy plot twisting season. Um I think do we want to go deep on this or do we not want to spoil this either? Because I got some things. I wouldn't spoil it. <laughs> no, it just came out. I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't it spoil it. Right, it just I'll came save out. That. I'll save that too. But I can I can attest and say that Jason Bateman and I think you and I it's talked about this, Dane. He's very versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, He's got range. Man, He's got range. He has range. He like he's probably one of the top actors when you talk about different genres he can go to as far as comedies, dramas, um, things of that nature. Dane, what do you think about uh, season three? And then Karina, I'll ask you too. Season three, I thought it was perfect. I did not anticipate a lot of things but it was it was off the wall uh, of course uh spoiler free of course jason bateman i mean i don't know i don't know how many people know this i didn't know this until like two weeks ago when i was looking to see what data was coming out but his dad i think a part of his eye of, of you know being such a great director and producer his dad was a director so i think he oh i didn't know that just by proxy yeah just by proxy he was able to i don't know get a lot of his inspiration and imagination from, or just his conceptualization of things from his pops, but he's, he's going to be, he's going to be on the radar for at least the next 10, 20 years, as far as production is concerned. Cause he's, uh, he's got an an eye for talent and he's, he can act, he can act. 
<laughs> with that T on it. With the T on it, yeah. But he's got range, like you said. Right. <laughs> Back to you, Karina. What you got on it? Okay, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, one is that you guys are disrespecting Uh-oh. my queen, Uh-oh. Laura Linney. She acted her booty off this season. Jason, I mean, he was okay. He was mediocre at best this season. Laura Linney, yeah. Wendy, killed the game. She was incredible. I agree. But one more than that, whoever this man is that play, played her brother Ben was incredible. He needs to win every award for this season. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. There's a certain scene where yeah, it was just him and he blew the he blew the doors off. I was like, yeah, he's gonna he's, he's definitely gonna get an Emmy for that. Tom that Pelfrey dude. is his name. I, I, I Googled it, yes. What else is he in? Anything? I didn't recognize him. Uh our friend Brody said he is from yeah. uh, Iron Fist. Shout out to Brody one time. Yeah, Brody, shout out. Uh, he's from Iron Fist, the Netflix series on uh, Mar- from Marvel, but I don't know. I'm looking up his IMDb. Okay, regardless, yeah, he the, he's very attractive yeah. and a great actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the most important part. Yes. Oh man, yeah they 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 did the thing. They did the thing. They they did the thing. We watched that all back to back, like literally. I think in did we binge the whole thing? Okay, it <laughs> like comes a to span the, of three wow. Yeah. Y'all y'all only watched it one time. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but be the last episode, like the craziest episode of all, Deontay fell asleep and was snoring. How did so you fall asleep loud. during that? Because I was tired. And I'm screaming on the couch, like jumping <laughs> on the couch, dying. And he is like <sighs> knocked out. He always does this. He waits till the best part and then he falls right to sleep. Oh, yeah. So I, I felt- had to watch that by oh, myself. My tell, him, tell him what else I felt. Wow. Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? He slept through the red. Which, the oh, red which, which episode? The Red Wedding. The Red Wedding? I he wow. didn't even wake up to my scream. I was I was I was I was I was tired. The neighbors could have called the police. I mean, a massacre was happening on TV, and you might as well have thought it was happening in the house. And Deontay slept through the whole thing. I was crying. Let me get this. Let me get this right, Karina. Your man's right here, Mister Epps, who's supposed to be there for you in probably one of the, as far as emotional support is concerned, in in cinematic history. This man was not there. He was not there for me, and I will never forget that. Deontay, is there that, anything you have to say for yourself before you could possibly watched, make it up? We watched that series at what time? It was like late night. Right? <laughs> we preferred to watch it between the hours of midnight and five a.m. See? Oh, okay. Still, well, that, it doesn't matter. It might have a little bit of cough, but it's like the most crazy, wild moment. I mean, but I'm more concerned. He let. Quick story diversion. One time, 84 rounds of gunshots went off across like a big street near our house. Across the street, 84 rounds Uh of gunfire. And Deontay slept through the whole thing. He was asleep. I was watching Twilight at 1 a.m. And I hear, and I'm like, Deontay, wake up. Sleeps through the whole thing. Mm. I made him get on the ground. I mean. I was like, we are getting I'm going to raise my hand. I'm gonna raise my hand in my recording studio and say, "Just I'm gonna put an asterisk beside that because in his defense, 
much like many of us, we did grow up in Colleen. That's right. They do a lot of they do a lot of a lot of testing over there and you know, sometimes you kinda have to sleep through those boom boom boom. No, no, no. This was the streets of Baghdad. Okay. Like it was Honestly, when I finally did wake up. It, it sounded like it was uh-huh. right outside our, our house. windows were shaking and it ended up being like three or four blocks away like this mass freaking shootout at a bar or something and he slept through the whole thing and i'm like calling the police and he is just zonked out they ruined my twilight watch party i'll never forget mm. oh it's twilight i was watching twilight oh. when they interrupted very i'm rarely. missing anything <laughs> okay i'm leaving i'm kidding i'm kidding that final that final battle was was epic <laughs> i literally bruised my friend watching that in the movie theater i bruised her arm because yeah. i was squeezing her arm so hard i yeah, I, I, I was Twilight forced to go i mean <laughs> what so let me i have to ask you then are you team jacob or hell no I'm Team Edward. <laughs> what? What? I was I was Team Jacob. I was Team Jacob. No, I could not get behind his weird hair. As you see, I yeah, have no I'm, commentary towards this subject, so I am listening. My, two of my younger sisters are huge Twilight fans, so we used to, you know, take them to the the book sign, not book signings, like when the books dropped and yeah. all that stuff, and like T-shirts, mugs, like they were all into it. So by proxy, much like all the other movies and stuff there. And so it's like, you know, let's, let's, let's see what this is about. I didn't good, have so. any merch, but I will say uh-huh. of every movie I watched at midnight at the premieres, mm. I would sit outside the movie theater like a dweeb, but I didn't have mm. any merch. I, actually, I lied. I had a board I game. You. I got you. We had, we, I think I had a t-shirt. Oh, you did? Um, I didn't buy, I didn't buy the t-shirt. I mean, I don't have a coffee mug with it was, you know, face print on the side of it, but you know, that's besides the point. Uh, yeah, was, I mean, that's nostalgic. Like, that was probably one of the bigger and recent times that I can think of the biggest, like, fan draws outside of comic book movies that I've seen in a long time. I agree with that. The Twilight thing, the the, the Twilight thing. Uh, between that and the the Hunger Games, those two were probably like the uh, maybe because they were book adaptations. I did watch the Hunger the, Games. Like last year, he watched the Hunger Games. So. <laughs> hey. He had never seen that. Hey. I'm like, what are you doing? It was. I think they dropped another book today too, if I'm not mistaken. What? He can. He knows the yeah. whistle, but yeah. he doesn't know anything else. Oh gosh! When we first started dating, we would have um, Hunger Games whistle competitions to see who could do the best, and we still do. And it I to won. This day. No, you don't. I'm undefeated. I have a problem where I can't hold my three fingers up. Like I think I broke my finger as a child, and I can't do it. And that's my one downfall in this competition <laughs> to pay tribute. Oh man, oh. that's not cool. Yeah, oh. the Ballad of uh, Songbirds and Snakes that dropped today. What is oh, that? Wow. Ironically, I did not the book, imagine. Right? That's uh, Suzanne Collins. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, let's see. Yeah. This is the fifth one, Dang. the fifth installment. No, I didn't know the fourth installment, sorry. For it. Yeah. yeah, she dropped it. Oh, this one's considered a prequel. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, set 64 years before the Hunger Games, Hunger Games event. You know oh, they're wow. going to come out with a movie. Give it like four or five yeah. years. 
Yep. They're going to drop, and this is going to start all over again. Yep. Everyone's like, oh, my God, I went to go see that, and I stood in a long line, and I got a T-shirt and sign. And yeah, it's going to exactly. happen again. It's it's going to be it's gonna be okay. dope. I'm here for it. Right. I'm here for it. It's all good. Right. Um, well, we Karina, we appreciate you coming um, on the entertainment portion of our podcast. And throughout this podcast, we've been preaching about the virus going on and telling people to stay home. Would you like to say that as well? Um, to the heck listeners? yeah. I do want to say something about this. Um, stay the bleep home. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking that you are not the problem. You are the problem. If you mm-hmm. don't stay at home are the problem. Um, yeah. Like I'm a little bit salty about having to postpone our wedding, but I'm glad that we can, you know, play a role in keeping people safe and isolated. But it just takes one dumb person to go out there and cough on everyone to ruin yep. all of this and all of us missing work and people not getting paid and all of that is because people are selfish. So that's what yep. I have to say today. Breach. You heard it. You heard it first. People stay at home. The the um the more you stay at home and the more you abide by the rules and regulations going on right now, the quicker we can get back to the world, like real world, yeah, as we the world we enjoy. Yeah, the world as we knew it. it and on top ago, of that, so. stay at home and listen to this podcast. And right? guess what? If you don't like it, you don't ever have to listen to it ever again. Bam! It's, it's that yeah, easy. You can hit that pause button and delete the app. unsubscribe this is going to be actually your most popular podcast because i'm on it um i i really feel so a spinoff might come out of this i look at you trying to drop some some Um, okay follow me exclusive um, exclusive you can follow me at uh my podcast is better on instagram (laughs) (laughs) i won't uh, make people beg to be guests you can oh. just come on my pew, podcast. Pew. Oh, shots fired. Shots how dare fired. he? How dare this be the first time? Okay, wait. Let me discuss oh, so fast. Oh, here she the goes. One... Here she goes. Well, if you don't let me come Uh-oh. on till episode 10, this is what I've been harboring all of this resentment. Episode, episode 11. Whatever. Anyway, do you remember, <laughs> um, you know, from episode one, I said, Deontay, make sure I get a shout out somewhere in there, you know? Um, nope. And nothing. He missed it. No, nothing at all. Mm. Then mm-hmm. I thought, okay, you know, I don't pay attention to him for the most part until he tells me that the podcast up. And so I go look, and I'm like, oh, it's called Marriage Math. He's for sure going to mention Bam. me. I listened to that thing as a selfless fiance. I was like, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to support. Support. He did not and mention that- me once. He said, "quote I'm getting married this spring." End quote. I'm getting married. Not to anyone. And then you forgot your anniversary. And so on behalf of Nisi (laughs) and all the girls of the world, how dare you? I forgot about that. No, I will never forget. Mm. Um, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Man, my internet signal is going out. (laughs) I think it's because it's raining outside. Uh, okay. Okay. Wi-Fi. Um, so yeah, if you want to join, tell Nisi that, um, the girls podcast is coming out, um, in 2026. Um, for sure, for sure, for sure. And, uh, yeah, we're the other duo. Can we get on it? We're the better duo. Can we, can we get it? No, sorry. Girls. As long as we can get it. Oh, that's a bit. All right. I support it. I support it. (laughs) Thank you. I support it. (laughs) I'll support from a distance. I just, you know, cheerlead from another room because I probably won't be allowed inside and be like, 
I'll just come in and ad lib. Hey, what's up, everybody? But no, okay, that's cool. Karina, I support it. I get the, it. I understand. At the end of our podcast, we do a social media plug. Do you want to be a part of it? Do you care if people follow you? We just tell people to follow us. <laughs> we, we, show, we we give them our social media handles. You don't care. You're not even on yeah. social media anyway. Yeah, I am. Okay, do you want people to Wait, follow you? I'm or an no? influencer. How dare you? You're not an influencer. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, what is you don't even know it's, your Instagram. Oh, it's at, it's at Karina Yebra. Um, I post once every three to four months, uh, but I do post a lot of Instagram stories. Dane, have you ever watched my Instagram stories? Damn, Dane doesn't have an Instagram. Uh, yes, I, I don't Dane. have. I don't have Instagram. But every time, every time you post a funny one, Nisi, she always shows me. Oh yeah. She, oh my God, Nisi, I love you. She's so, my number one fan. Yeah, she I make, appreciate her. Yeah, she yeah. makes you. You make her laugh a lot. So continue doing what you're doing. Uh, she finds you very. So funny. if you're interested in um, learning about our neighborhood trap house or the various stray animals that I've adopted, <laughs> uh, you can follow me at, at Karina Yabra. Um, I'm pretty much a psycho, but it's fun to watch. And when yeah. can we expect yeah. the Dual Sports and Stuff podcast website to be completed? Uh, oh, you can catch me as Corona uh, is over. Um, that might be when I'll get to it, but fair enough. We're gonna have I'm t-shirts busy. too. I mean, I don't. I mean, I know that you're probably not the t-shirt person. Just oh, I am master, a t-shirt but, person I mean, also. Oh, um, bam, let's go. Yeah, I could make you guys some merch. Wow, that's news to me. I have a cricket now. I'm really domestic. You know what a cricket is? All right. I have no idea. Okay. I assumed that you were going to go into detail about it. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I knew you had no idea what that was. It is this weird, like $400 machine that cuts stuff out. And, like, you can make decals, you can make iron on, like, fabric stuff. I've made, like, 400 fanny packs for my friends for my bachelorette party that got canceled. Um, you can make just like wow. merch, like vinyl lettering for shirts and iPhone cases and all kinds of huh. things. So I'm going to get working on it. Okay. So now that you said that, I have a name for whatever it is that I've seen in my friend's garage uh, that when we were ki- not kids, but when we were younger, there was this machine and it might, it might not even be that, but they used to press like t-shirts and stuff like that and i don't know what this thing was in the corner but i think what you explained would might be what that was yeah it's like this uh, it looks, it looks like, like a, printer. a long printer yeah okay okay uh, maybe it, all it does is cut things out it i don't know i bought it and i regretted it immediately but <laughs> i have cut out letters okay. um that's as far as i've gotten i'm not very proficient with it but i could make some merch okay uh, question. Uh, just send me a picture of that. I want to see and make sure if that's the same thing I'm thinking of. If not, then I need. I have some questions that need to be answered because I have. Okay, no are you in the market to buy a cricket for four hundred dollars oh, that no. I accidentally bought? Oh no, no, definitely not in the market. But uh, I'll, I'll. I mean, I can. I don't have a large following or anything on. Ask Nisi. Ask Nisi. We can. Yeah. We actually. You know, that could be our next uh, venture. We'll start an Etsy shop. Oh. There's money in that. I'm a businesswoman. I got you. It's all about streams, right? Multiple streams. Bam. Streams and the hustle. Streams and them saves. Karina, we thank you for coming on to the entertainment portion of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. Appreciate you. You're saying this will be our most played episode. I will not argue that because you have a lot of 
friends that would like to hear you talk crazy <laughs> and funny things. And I'm sure they're going to listen to this. And I, we appreciate you as well. You know, I just do it out of the kindness of my own. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> All right. But Karina. I'm not... going to start a GoFundMe for you guys. Oh, my God. You're, you're, you're going to be obligated to come on here next episode to tell us a good story. Because like I said, I mean, you, you have some really good story i don't know if you're it's just it just seeps out of you to tell stories and it's like really funny uh and, and just the way that you're i guess the delivery the delivery just it's, it's i think it's mostly that just the most bizarre things that could ever happen to someone happened to me yeah so if you need just a random story of the day that could be our new okay, segment bam. There we go. i'm down with that I'm going to be on every episode. Well, I mostly like this podcast is good because you guys weren't talking about sports when I'm on here because I have no idea what anyone's ever talking about. <laughs> but I could tell a random story. Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll you, I love look, a good story. We're going to get you on a sports we'll, segment. We'll talk to days. our we'll talk to our management people. Yeah, and we'll see. talk to our people. We have have them talk to your people. <laughs> She's looking at me. <laughs> She's about to kill me. He forgot that I am his manager. Oh, she is management. Mm, damn. Damn. <laughs> Well, we'll check with you to see what your schedule looks like so we can get on our schedule so we can get this thing on the show. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. I'm facts. trying to monetize this podcast. Hey, hope, hey, that'd be... Now Now, now you're talking. <laughs> I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. Homie. And now okay. you're speaking my language. <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm just happy. <laughs> I'm going to take a 90-10 cut. Me taking the 90 no, see, You guys yeah, split 10. This is where we end the show. This is where we end it. But... You can follow our podcast. Uh, we changed our Instagram handle to just Duo SNS Podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, and Facebook, you can find us at the Duo Sports and Stuff Podcast. My Twitter and Instagram is DF's Right Steps. And Dane, your Twitter is? Uh, Dane BTX. And I don't have Instagram. I'm, I'm working on that. And by working on that, I mean I'm thinking about not doing it again. So. <laughs> Yeah. Why you did you leave the gram or were you, you never on the it gram? It was my second venture into the gram and it's just Were you being cyberbullied? No, it just I couldn't find anything. There's nothing interesting about me. So I there wasn't anything that I felt that was significant enough to post. So I was like, I'm not doing this and I Yeah. So that was that's why Okay, that well forget about Instagram, but you really should get a TikTok. Oh no. Please get a TikTok. No, I knew you were going to join me that's, in the dark that's side. That's the one when people were doing the, the, the challenge. I f- yes. sound like I'm out Everything. You sound like a 95-year-old man. <laughs> Is that, Is that, that the thing on the, Can I log into my email on this one, too? <laughs> all right, baby. Yeah. All right. I'll I think about it. No. Okay, that next it. time I'm on here, we're going to discuss our favorite TikToks. Oh. Bet. And then we're going to perform them live. Oh. Yeah, I'm with the video. I'm not the I'm not the dancing type, but I'll you know I I'll I'll do background vocals or something. <laughs> if you guys need a singing portion too, I've really got that down. <laughs> this is where we're gonna end it, Karina. We're gonna have you close out our show. How about do that? <laughs> Just close it out. Say you gotta say a prayer and lead us out, and then we can go out. Dear Lord, please take care of these poor poor children. The duo. May they get new listeners, and may we not get the Rona. Okay, bye. <laughs> appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one. Stay safe. Right. And stay your ass Be on healthy. the couch. Yeah, don't don't go, don't go anywhere. Wash your hands. Watch Tiger King. Watch Tiger King. Wash your hands. Watch Shrek and brush Twilight. your teeth. And no, 
and all those other things. 